a home base, a family field ministry. And that's what we're trying to create here in the Metro LA region. In verse 18, it continues. Then they will return to it and remove all its vile images and detestable idols. I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. Is that our hearts today? That we have hearts of flesh? Or are we going to have continuously hearts of stone? In the Greek, that phrase, heart of stone, if you study, I'm sorry, not, not Greek, uh, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. And in Hebrew, that phrase means to have stubbornness. To be callous, to not even want to see it from a different perspective. Narrow-minded. Inflexible. And that means that your heart is so hard, it's fragile. And I started paying attention to this because for me, I like having a stone-cold heart sometimes. <laughs> I like not feeling things. And let me be open with y'all. Can I be open with y'all today? All these leaders lately, the last few years, they've been telling me to feel stuff. Pablo cry. Pablo smile. Pablo, you know, aren't you moved by this? And I'm so resistant. No, I don't care. Leave me alone. Stop calling me. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about that. But you know, my heart's been fragile. I think it's actually giving me somatic symptoms, physical symptoms from all that. I think all that stress, all that... You know, anger, bitterness, anything that I'm carrying on my heart, it weighs on us. And guess what? It affects us physically. And I believe God right here is warning his people. I don't want you to have those hard hearts. You can just peel over and just, you know, die. I don't want that to be that stress that you have. Have a soft heart for a change. For us, as we take communion in a little bit, I have one more scripture I want to share with you. But we can't have this stubborn heart, this attitude of, I don't care. Whatever. I'm done. I've heard that lately. I'm just done. I'm done. I'm done. These statements are made by hard-hearted people. Someone who has a heart of flesh is considerate. Let me hear you out. I want to understand you fully. Let's dialogue about what's going on. Yes, our nation is divided, but does the church have to be divided? I don't think so. I think that we could be more united and show this country, this world, that there can be a people that can be united. Maybe someone who has a heart of flesh will ask questions. How can I help? Instead of demanding, this is what I want. If not, it's over. How about... Brothers and sisters get together and pray for our region continuously. I don't think someone who has a stone cold heart would deny that and say, I don't want to pray with you. I think someone who has a heart of flesh would be open to that. Hey, let's pray together. People from different ministries, different faith groups saying, let's pray together in person on the conference calls, whatever it takes. And maybe last of all, one phrase that I think we got to get better at saying, I think people who have heart of flesh say, I love you. 
We walk away from the fellowship so much, so eager to go to the restaurant, so eager to go to our next appointment, so eager to do so many things, take care of errands. But we walk away not saying, I love you, bro. I love you, sister. I wonder if the people right now in Thousand Oaks would want to hear, I love you. With all the things they're going through. The tragedies that are happening there. The fires that are breaking out. Also, the fires that are breaking out in Northern California. How much are we saying, man, I love you? And making people feel it. Well, they don't want to accept it. You make them feel it. You tell them. It's on you to share with them your heart of flesh. Amen. How will we know if you have a heart of flesh? In verse 20, to me, it gave me the, the answer. In verse 20 of the same chapter, it says, Then, when you have that heart of flesh, then they will follow my decree. See, someone who has a heart of flesh is open to the Word of God. It's open to training from the Word of God. And it's open to following and obeying the Word of God. They will follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. They will be my people and I will be their God. Let's go now to Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7 through 14. Today is the day of atonement. But what are we going to do about that? How are our hearts going to be prepared? Hebrews chapter 3. Verses 7 through 14. Did you know that the Holy Spirit says something in the Bible? We hear Jesus, we hear the God Almighty, the Father from heaven and all of that, right? But did you know that the Holy Spirit also has His own scripture here? Check this out in Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7. Well, all the Bible is from the Holy Spirit. But I appreciate how this one, it says... The Holy Spirit. In verse 7, Hebrews chapter 3, it says, So, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, today is the day of atonement. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts, as you did in the rebellion, during the time of testing in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested and tried me, though for 40 years they saw what I did. That is why I was angry with that generation, I said their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I declared an oath in my anger. They shall never enter my rest. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another how often? Daily. This has got to be our lifestyle. Daily. As long as as it is called today. Don't walk away with a hard heart today. Let your heart be softened. But not just for yourself, but for the fellowship. As long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ. If indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. I appreciate the call here from the writer of Hebrews. It's not known who it is. People have different speculations. But whoever this was had a deep conviction of making the most out of today. Many times in this book, it refers to making the most out of today. And I appreciate 
the warning from this individual that our hearts can be hard and we could rebel against God. Many of us, if you're here today, I'm sure you're seeking God. You're seeking Jesus. You're seeking the fellowship. But what separates us from those who rebel is that hard heart or that heart of flesh. And I hope that today when you think of Jesus, what we share in Christ, this communion, is that we have each other. And most of all, we have Jesus our Lord. He gave us this opportunity for us to commune together, to be connected, not so we could be on our own independent people and do it our way, so that we can be together side by side with our brothers and sisters. And I hope that today you will not have a heart that's divided, that it's hard and stubborn, but that you'll have a heart uh, that's soft, that's, you know, full of life, full of openness, full of just creativity, that you go, God, you can work in my heart. And I will follow your decrees to show you how soft my heart is. Let's have that attitude as we take, take the communion. If you need a communion cup, please raise your hand. The ushers have them. And they will be passing around the bags later on after so you could throw away the cups that are disposed. Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, we're so grateful that you gave us our hearts, our core beings, who make up of who we truly are on the inside. I pray that you soften them at this moment and that we consider your son who gave everything so that we can have this opportunity to love. I know many right now, especially in the city of LA, in the area of Southern California, would give so much to trade what we have today. That we have our families. That we have our sanities, Father. We can go to bed with a clear conscience. We could wake up with a renewed day, a new purpose every day, making sure that we renew our relationship with you. And I pray there's anything in our hearts today that's hardening our hearts, Father. Anything from the past, anything that we're recollecting, that we let it go. That we just let it be crucified on the cross. And that, Father, we don't hold any, to any grudges, that we don't hold to anything that's you know, on our agenda, that anything that we feel has to be done in order to meet our needs, but that we consider more than our own needs, your glory. And that we think of your great mighty power. And I appreciate you giving us your best. And that was Jesus Christ. And he wanted us to know our hearts can be poisoned. They can rebel. And that's why he started with the core. And I pray in our hearts that we will not be stone cold hearted, but we, that we will have hearts of flesh just like Jesus did. We love you, Father. Be with us at this time as we commune. In Jesus' name we pray all these things. Amen. 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 Sorry, sorry.